0: Hi, I'm Henry. And I'm Maureen Egbe with a cold, so please excuse my soulful voice.
1: And on this podcast, we have Bernard Charles, the head of HR at Handelsbanken, who are a very different sort of bank.
0: So Maureen, what is your joyful? Just reflecting back is that recently we had um, a team day. So it was an opportunity from everybody in the office to come together and we had lots of activities. But the joyful part for me was to just see everybody. You know, we have different sections, different teams, and we all came together to play a game. And usually I'm very competitive, but actually for the first time it was about the taking part.
1: Well, well, that's really interesting because actually at Happy, we're still quite hybrid, aren't we? we still... They go into the office probably only once or twice a week or even that.
0: Yeah, it's very rare. And because of the sort of organisation we have, we have different training sessions going on. So you have certain people in the office and obviously some that are online. But it was really lovely just to see everybody face to face and just in that one space. Absolutely. Um, My
1: joyful is that today is my wife's birthday. And because we have the four-day week, I can take that day off and, and work on Fridays instead. So we're going to a session at the, at the Tate uh, Britain uh, called Women in Revolt, uh, 100 Bits of Feminist Art. And we're going to the Kew Gardens for the light show.
0: That's lovely. I think it's a lovely treat. Is your wife excited? Uh, yes, yes, I think so. Yes. <laughs> Was it supposed to be a surprise? I hope it wasn't a surprise. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> okay, well, happy birthday to your wife.
1: Okay, and now over to Bernard Charles. So, Bernie, tell me, tell us more about Handelsbanken and what it does. So, Handelsbanken, we're a
2: Swedish bank, uh, founded in the 1870s. Uh, we've been in the UK since the 1980s, but we've really been building our be- our branch presence here over the last 20 years, and uh, we've now got. About 160 branches across the UK, and we are a relationship-led bank offering individual and corporate banking um, as well as wealth management with really high levels of bespoke customer service. Our branches form relationships with customers in their local areas Mm -hmm. who, like us, are financially prudent and responsible and who value a long-term relationship with the bank. We're a decentralized bank, so our branches are empowered to make the majority of the banking and credit decisions. And customers uh, speak to decision makers in our branches. And, um, for example, the branches decide which customers to work with. And thanks to the personal relationships they form with our customers, they're able to offer bespoke banking services based on our individual customer requirements.
1: Okay, so, so when I went to my Netwest manager and he had to go up to somebody way up in the things who I knew nothing about, that wouldn't be the case at Handelsbanken?
2: No, our branches. Take the majority of the banking and credit decisions within within the the local branch. We do, of course, have a framework and a uh, you know a credit policy that we work within. But key to our model and our decentralized model is that empowerment of people to take decisions, and those people who are closest to our customers to take decisions about our customers.
1: And now, Handelsbanken has worked without budgets for over forty years. Tell us more about that. Yes. So we, back in the, the
2: 1970s, we had a CEO called Jan Valander, who really introduced our decentralized model and culture. Um, and he scrapped top down bu- uh, budgets and targets. Henry, So we benchmark our performance against our competitors rather than setting absolute goals for overall profit or revenue. Um, and internally, we benchmark our profit centers or our branches against comparable branches. So we avoid budgeting and we focus really on adaptability to an unknown future rather than long-term fixed planning. We don't set central product targets, sales targets, volume, or activity targets either. Um, Uh And our whole remuneration approach reflects this and the bank's low risk tolerance uh, because we don't have individual performance bonuses. So it's only when the bank outperforms its peer group profitability benchmark that then a share of profits is allocated to um, to all of our employees so so budgeting doesn't
1: feature in a um, in our model so how if somebody wants to wants to buy something um how does that work then do they do they just go out and buy it without a budget no, I, I think I think there is a I think fundamental to
2: our culture, Henry is is really we have got one simple corporate goal, which is to have um, a higher profitability than our competitors, our, our our peer banks, and there are really two means to do this. One is through higher levels of customer satisfaction, and the I- other one is is through cost control and cost effectiveness, um, and really cost control. And care about costs is is fundamental to our culture and and to the bank and is really instilled in every handles banker. So you will find that every branch manager cares deeply about costs and about and about expenditure. And it's this sort of prudence that's kind of like really helps to underpin the model as well.
1: So you don't even within the branches have budgets?
2: The branches don't have budgets. No, definitely not.
1: (laughs) Intriguing. So
2: it's a very different. It's a very different way of of working, and our and our steering systems really kind of reflect and underpin the culture and the business model that we have. And as I say, the 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 culture is really worked around. Is really based on having kind of a, a, a fundamental. I guess, belief in human nature and that we believe that people will do the right thing and that they're naturally motivated to do the right thing. We don't believe that people wake up on a Monday morning and come into work and want to make bad decisions (laughs) or wrong decisions or want to spend excessively. We trust our people. Um, and, and again, it's that trust is one of the cornerstones of, um, of our culture. So again, from our branch managers, um, perspective and all our kind of leaders throughout the bank you there is the trust and empowerment there for them
1: can you give an example of where one of your frontline staff has has been given given that trust and has maybe helped help the customer without uh, needing approval
2: yeah I I mean I, I I think that we have examples of that every day I mean I think the trust that's kind of like imparted in our in our employees as I say comes back to kind of like that sort of decision making um decision making ability that they have um and we've got lots of examples I think of kind of really good customer service and um, and that special sort of customer service so we've got you know an example that would be There was a customer of ours who who traveled to a conference without his without his wallet, didn't have any money, wasn't able to get hold of his wife, contacted his branch manager to see what could be done and what could be um, put in place for him. The branch manager came and met that customer at the railway station with 200 (laughs) pounds of his own money to help the customer kind of like through what was a sticky and difficult situation for them. Another great example that we have is that you know, we had a customer who was uh, on holiday in Cuba and couldn't access their own funds um, and got in touch with the branch manager. And the branch manager found a way to wire funds to that customer so that they reached them so that they could pay their hotel bill over a weekend. And we've got lots of examples of that, which is almost, I guess, spontaneous. Mm-hmm. service by uh, you know but by the by the people in in the organization people in our branches really sort of working to go the extra mile for our customers.
1: And do you have an example of uh, a frontline staff rather than a branch manager doing that? Uh, yes I
2: I, I I do so I mean I guess we count our branch managers as frontline staff but uh, another really <laughs> good one we re- another really Uh, kind of, uh, I guess, powerful one we had was that one of our clients was diagnosed with um, COVID um, and had to isolate and was prevented from returning home, um, where, where one of their their children, who was kind of like of legal adult age, was in charge of another two of their children, but they couldn't drive or go and get shopping delivered. Um, So one of our branch employees uh, took it upon themselves to cook and to drop off some homemade meals and a bag of shopping um, for this customer's family.
1: Now, Now, you rank your branches according to customer service and according to that cost control thing how do you does that help support the branches rather than make them compete against each other
2: yeah we 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 benchmark our, our, our branches uh, again on some of um, on some of our key metrics um and, and i think that that benchmarking i mean it, i think it does help with uh, a healthy sense of competition. Um, But it also helps to drive continuous improvement and and really collaboration between the branches. And uh, I think what's really fundamental within our model, Henry, is that because we only have one corporate goal and we don't have any centrally set product targets, volume targets, et cetera, either we all succeed or we don't. And because we don't have individual performance bonuses as well which often help to drive and to to steer the wrong behaviour. This again encourages mm. collaboration between between the branches because it's that sense of collective achievement and, and collective success. So we, again, have kind of plenty of examples of, yes, our branches like that healthy competition of where they are in the benchmark, but, you know, the underlying thing is great collaboration across the organisation as
1: well. OK, so so the, the bonus that you pay is... Uh is the same for the chief executive as for the frontline staff.
2: It is so. It's it, we don't have individual-based uh, performance bonuses. Uh, we have a profit-sharing scheme, and uh, as long as we um, hit uh, uh, our profitability metric and kind of like have have better profitability than our than our peer banks, um, then an allocation is made to that profit sharing scheme, Um, and then that is divided equally between all employees. So whether you're the CEO or you're, uh, you know, a a first year apprentice with us, um, it's an equal allocation. And that's based on the, you know, again, that's based on the belief that if we're successful, we all contribute to the success. So Mm -hmm. therefore, the kind of like that allocation should be equal to us all.
1: And now I'm really intrigued by the fact you don't have individual, even sales targets because there's, you know, there's, I believe in that, but there's a lot of uh, people who don't, who think that you need to have sales targets for salespeople and uh, big bonuses for managers and whatever. But um, that isn't the case at Handelsbanken. No,
2: not at all. And, 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 I mean, I think when we talk about our culture and our business model and, you know, the absence of targets, uh, um, individual targets, and the absence of kind of individual kind of performance bo- bonuses, the, the, the question people often ask is, does that work? You know, it, yep. you know it, yep. And of course, we do it because we believe that it's the right thing to do. Um, but also, we do it because ultimately, we believe that's what makes us successful and a successful mm-hmm. bank. And we're regularly and consistently voted top for our customer satisfaction and relationships. So, uh-huh. the if you, I can give you two examples from from that from from that perspective. Yeah. Um, the Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, you know, they have a, an independent service quality survey conducted biannually, and that's rated us the best for relationship and account management in every um, edition for the last six years. Wow. Is is that, kind of, that's in the uh, UK? That's in the UK. That, wow. and, so that's a, and So that's 11 times over the last six years. Now, wow. there, there's another survey, the EPSI survey, and Handel's Banking has been ranked top in the UK for customer satisfaction for both corporate and personal personal customers for 15 years in a row. And the EPSA survey covers wow. the UK's five main banking groups, Barclays, HSBC, Lloyds, NatWest, RBS and Santander. And we have been top as I say, in there for customer satisfaction uh, for the 15 years in a row. Um, hmm. We have just in the in this month, global finance has rated us as um, as the safest commercial bank in Europe as well. And then to just add another dimension to kind of like the, the success of the model, as I say, our goal is to have higher profitability than the average of our competitors in our home yep. markets, which are, which, which are the key countries that we operate in. And we've achieved this goal every year for the last 48 years. Wow. So you know so the i I think <laughs> the, the model bears out in all of those kind of aspects and metrics that we look at Henry we we can see that you know having motivated empowered staff who we believe are naturally motivated to do the right thing we give them yeah. the right conditions to make you know decisions in their areas of expertise, bears out in those customer satisfaction and those kind of like profitability achievements as well.
1: Wow. So a culture of trust and freedom is what enabled those results, yeah?
2: Yeah. I I think that, you know, that, that, as I say, that cornerstone of our culture and values is that belief in human nature. And because we believe we're motivated the right thing, we trust them and we empower them.
1: And uh, this was this was based on was it Jan Verlander?
2: Um, Jan Verlander, yeah, he became the CEO of our bank, uh, I think, back in the late sixties or early seventies, and he was the, he was the the person who really has formed the 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 model and the culture and put this in place, and it's endured, um, you know, over the last fifty years. It,
1: it endured beyond beyond him yes
2: yeah definitely it, it did so you know with every subsequent ceo to to Valender, the, the culture and the model has endured and again it, it's it's proven to be not just the right thing to do but as i say it's sustainable so i mean i, I guess that's the secret it's sustainable and it, it's endured over that time and it's been successful and commercially successful over that time
1: so why do you think other banks don't, don't share your model I think because uh, I I
2: think the natural inclination is to centralize, you know, Mm -hmm. so there is a natural inclination to centralize decisions, and maybe authority or, and I guess that's the way a lot of companies, organizations are set up. Um, And actually, to have a decentralized model is really fundamentally different. And this took valander you know quite a bit of time to be able to introduce and again to endure beyond him so i think it kind of works against that natural inclination which is around sort of centralization
1: and so tell me um uh, bernie what are your three tips for a happy workplace
2: well uh, uh, unsurprisingly henry i think uh, i think (laughs) you'll find that, that that they're they're very much kind of rooted again in our culture. And your our culture yeah, model. yeah, definitely. So I I think fu- fundamentally is to trust your employees, you know, mm-hmm. and, and if you fundamentally believe that they're going to do the right thing, and um, so trust is the first. Um, I think empowerment is really key because I think where employees are empowered and they're given the, the right conditions to make decisions in their areas of expertise, that creates engagement. That creates mm-hmm. a sense of it creates a sense of shared purpose, and ultimately, I believe, leads to a, a happy workplace as well. Yeah. Um, and the third one for me is really around respect, and that's sort a of respect for the the individual, um, and we want everybody to feel respected as an individual in their own right in this bank, and that's very mm-hmm. important in terms of them feeling like they can bring their whole selves to work, um, and that they do have the opportunity constantly to be included to be heard we've got a very flat organization we try to avoid hierarchy wherever we can okay. throughout the bank and again i think it is that respect for everybody as an individual which really sort of permeates through the organization so i think with those three things they're mm-hmm. really the kind of the key, my key tips for a for a happy workplace
1: sounds good bernie well thank you very much for this bernie um it's it's uh I'm just amazed why most other banks don't don't work the same
0: way. But thank you very much. You're welcome, Henry. Thank you. A lot of culture. I love the culture. I love the fact that the um, the people and the customers are the heart of everything, you know. And what really resonates with me is was the last tip that he shared about respecting the individual. You know, and um, allowing them to come with their whole self, because with them coming with their whole self, then they can be empowered and share more, and feel that they can share and being, and that they are included. I, I just really love the whole culture of the organisation.
1: Well, I like the individual bonuses. The fact that everybody has the same bonus, whether they're chief executive or apprentice. There have been a lot of banks, you know, particularly in, you know, the 90s and the 2000s, you know, they did all this PPI stuff because people were based on individual bonuses and Handelsbanker didn't do any of that, you know, and even in the, in the financial crisis of 2008, whereas our banks fell hugely, they on the stock market, you know, went only a little bit down and then went straight up again.
0: Again, it proves all, all about the customers. Absolutely. And
1: uh, I'm hoping that some banks will have reflected on, you know, their their role in the, in the 2008 crisis and have changed, but um, Handel's Banking has been going for all those 50 years without any budgets or anything.
0: Well, Henry, what I would love is if my bank manager could come out and support me in my hour of need. You
1: know? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Okay, so check out
0: www.happy.co.uk. And just keep on creating joy at work. Yeah, keep creating joy at work. That's Absolutely.